art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us lead us not into temptation but deliver us from the evil one thine is the kingdom our and the glory forever and ever Amen. so father once again a million tongues would never be enough to say thank you have you not said in your word that only the living will praise you so together we gather here in this house and those watching from afar in one spirit because we know there's no distance in the spirit to hallow your name to acknowledge your majesty to declare that you reign you reign in your power you reign in your glory we celebrate your majesty in Jesus name clap your hands and give God praise one more time just move back be fabulous please be seated that's fine thank you that's good praise the Lord I say praise the Lord. It's truly a great joy and an honor to be here with you. And we also want to welcome all those who are celebrating with us tonight. I celebrate you, man of God. Reverend Ikotun, Reverend Rhoda, celebrate you. Celebrate both of you for your, your tenacity and your, your obedience to the call. Pastoring is not something anyone can just go into. It has to be a calling. And uh, whether it's for one year anniversary, two year anniversary, to go from year to year, it takes us grace. I want to thank God for all the members in the house. The God of heaven will keep on glorifying himself in your lives. I also want to thank God for all the pastors in the house, ministers and friends who have come from far and near to celebrate. May the God of glory honor you in Jesus' name. Just give me a little bit of volume on the monitors. Recently, I've been doing a lot of shouting and shouting. My voice has been... <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. 19th annual edition of the Deeper Calling Conversion. A call to higher dimension. So I say a call to a higher dimension. This is the will of God for you and I, even in the season in which we are, because except we go to a higher dimension, we will not be able to fully maximize all that God wants for us. We are called, we are described, one of the ways believers are described, uh, we are described as eagle believers. And eagles know how to soar. They soar. They don't feed on carcass, they soar. And in this season, no matter what the season may be, you will soar to higher grounds. You will soar to higher grounds. Because God's will for you and I in this season, because all this pandemic is all about, is to suppress people, is to depress people, to depress nation, is to put people down. But aren't you glad that God's will for you and I is not to be depressed, 
is not to be suppressed, but to grow in higher grace, in higher dimension. The, um, the key scripture which this conference centers around is 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 9 to verse 10. If you can open that for me. 2 Kings chapter 2 verse 9 to 10. Do we have it on the screen? 2 Kings chapter 2 from verse 9 to verse 10. I can read it from here, but I want everybody. Let me just ask. I'm... Praise God. Let's do some time to go into God's word. And I believe that you are not in a hurry. Say with me, the entrance of his word will give me light. And will give me understanding. Because I will remain simple. Praise God. I love to teach, so just bear with me tonight. It says in that scripture, so it was when they had crossed over. That was, that was Elijah and Elisha. That Elijah said to Elisha, ask what I do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he said, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if you see me when I am taken from you, it shall be so for you. But if not, it shall not be so. If I'm to put a topic to what I'm sharing briefly tonight, I'll title it three D revelation for a higher dimension. Somebody say a 3D revelation for a higher dimension. People often talk so much about the mantle that came on Elisha, but it's not about the mantle. It was not about the mantle. But people today. Although we ask you to send some offering to get a mantle. You know all those, all those Confucian, Confucian prophets send money for a mantle. It wasn't the mantle. It was about the revelation. Elijah desired a double portion of the spirit upon Elijah. And the one to whom he was asking for this double portion did not say, when you receive my mantle, you will have it. He didn't say, Elisha, you've asked a very odd thing, but if you can catch my mantle, you will have it. To me, it's not about the mantle. To me, it's not about the mantle. It's about revelation. Elisha said, please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. So he, Elijah, said to Elisha, you have asked a hard thing. Nevertheless. So I said, nevertheless. If you see me when I'm taking from you, it shall be so for you. If you see me, I mean, it's natural to have asked the question. But Elijah, Elijah, I've always seen you. 
So what's so special about seeing you when you are taken? Because there is sin and there is sin. Many times we settle for just a casual scene. But in this season, far beyond just a casual scene. Because God will have us go to this new dimension. We will see better than before. If you see me, and how many of you know it will take God to help Elisha to see Elijah. Because all these years, all that Elijah has been, have been seen God do in his life was not all about Elijah anyway. It's what about the God of Elijah himself. Who opened him to a world of possibility in the midst of impossibility. The season we are in, believers, which they call this pandemic, is affecting not just people's health physically. Unfortunately, even many people, many believers' spiritual health has been affected. Because the ability to see with regards to the word of God, the hearing, I mean, one of the simple prayer I pray almost every morning when I wake up is not a very long prayer. It's the first simple prayer I pray is, thank you, Lord, for the eyes to see Thank you, Lord, for the nose to breathe. Thank you for the mouth to speak. Thank you for the ears to hear. Thank you for a sound mind. And thank you for a healed body. Because if there's no light into your body, if there's no light into your spirit, then it's going to be all darkness. Elijah, Elisha, You've asked for a very hard thing. But if you can see me, it will be so for you. It's almost like trying to show us this. There is a world of possibility when our spiritual revelation, our spiritual sight goes to a new level. And I'm going to talk later on in a few minutes about this 3D revelation. Everything today is three-dimensional. But aren't you glad that three dimension is not just something that is just happening today? Three dimension. And it takes the Trinity to give you three dimension. And your God and my God is a God of three dimension. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And aren't you glad he also Ask what it takes to give us the ability to see in three worlds. Because the name he has given us in his son walks in three worlds. God has highly exalted him, given him a name above every name that are the name of Jesus been mentioned. All everything in heaven, the things on earth and on the we bow to that name. Beloved, every believer need the spirit of revelation. Say with me, every believer need the spirit of revelation. To go to a new dimension. Yesterday during the uh, 
our Bible study and prayer night. I was getting the people's attention with regards to the fact that during this lockdown, many people are experiencing locked doors. But we saw what happened when God's servant was in the jail, Paul and Silas. They didn't allow the jail to, to shut them down. At midnight, what were they doing? They were singing praises and praying unto God and singing hymns. And the foundations of the prison was so much shaken that all the doors were open and everyone's bound was loose. Which means in the midst of the lockdown, the doors were open. I prophesy in this season, may the doors of God's glory be open in your life. May the doors of revelation be open in your life. This lockdown will not lock your sights. Naturally speaking, when a person is locked down for too long, let's say for example, I mean, in some very terrible prison, they put people, some people in uh, solitary confinement. And one of the things I want to know, I want to believe happens in solitary confinement is that they are limited to amount of sunlight they can see in the day. They have to bring them out occasionally because they are locked down in. Look at me. You and I may not be in a physical wall of prison in this season. But Satan is locking people up. It doesn't matter. You can live in a white house or brown house. Even though the, you have the key to your door to come in and out. But yet there is a lockdown. And there are those who may not believe, be living in the four walls of the building. And they're experiencing all the light of the glory. I strongly believe, man of God, that this topic is relevant to every one of us in this time. Because God's will for you is not to operate down below, but to go to a higher dimension. We must soar like a eagle. They that wait upon the Lord shower, renew their strength. They will do what? They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and they will war and not faint. What is the ability? How, how well is your ability in this season to soar when everything that has been thrown against us is to make us surprised? It's going to be by revelation. Elijah, you've asked for something very hard. But if you can see me, you will have it. And you will have it in Jesus' name. It's been said that the great majority of Christians do not understand the true meaning of the word revelation. The Webster Dictionary tells us that revelation means God's disclosure or manifestation of himself or of his will to man. As through some act. Listen to that. Revelation means what? God's disclosure or manifestation of himself. Or of his will to man. As through some act. So when Elijah was saying to Elisha, if you can see me. It wasn't just about Elijah himself being seen. 
if you can see the hand that has been on me all this, all this time. Because Elijah was not operating in the name of Elijah. He was operating by the power of the God of Elijah. That's why Elisha came to that point after Elijah, Elijah, Elijah was taken and he broke through upon that river and said, where is the God of Elijah? Because it's not about a man. But it's God walking through a man. And everyone, anyone who is going to go to higher dimensions, especially in ministry, must constantly make it known that this is not about a man. It's about God walking through a man. Says it Revelation. One more time. One more time. Every revelation and only revelation brings us closer to the Father. Because God's highest intention for man when he made man was to have a communion with him. To have fellowship with him. Because the more of him that we encounter, the better our lives become. The more of him we see, the better we live in our life. The more of him we see, the more of the blessed life we live. Because it is the revelation of who he is that truly brings a transformation. And once our lives is transformed, we operate with a new dimension. I pray that it will not just be another conference in this house. That will be a supernatural transformation that makes you operate. And the beauty about it all about it is this. When a man operates with God's divine revelation, you don't struggle. You don't worry. You don't struggle. Every time you are in anything and you are sensing some elements of struggle, just pull back. A little bit to make a spiritual readjustment of your goggle. Not just a physical one. One, two, one, two. Thank you. Praise the Lord. So once you begin to sense some elements of struggle in anything, because going to a new dimension cut across every area. You need to go to a new dimension every year in your marriage. Can I amen? Because if you're not going to a new dimension, you begin to live a whole life. It takes revelation to walk in newness. Can I amen? It cuts across. We're not just talking about new dimension. We're just limited to just spirit, spirit things. No. Because you live in a body. You have a mind. And you are a spirit being. And talking about three dimension. You are a tripartite being yourself. See, I'm a tripartite being myself. So I need... Revelation in three dimensions. 
I mean, if you, you, you need revelation on how to keep your body. That cut across everything. How you eat, what you eat, when you eat. Because believers oftentimes, we can be so much so spiritual that we lose sight of the heavenly values that God wants us to. Amen. And some of this revelation will come by just studying natural books. Can I amen? I mean, if you know it's revelation to read books. It's revelation to, to also listen to news. Can I amen? Yeah. In your body. Bible said those that knows the joyful sound, they will walk. They will walk? They will walk. Amen. Knowing how to exercise your body. People today don't walk again now because the thing is locked down. You can be an indoor. No, you can't do that. Gyms are closed. Doesn't mean that roads are closed. Also with our mind. Our mind. This is not our spirit. What do you feed your mind with? In this season of the lockdown, many people's minds have been messed up like never before. Because we have time so to say, to watch more, many news. Next fleet, they call it. Don't let next fleet fix your life. So you can change from one theme to another. Then your spirit man. How do you, how, what is the state of the spiritual muscle of your spirit man? When Bible talks about praying without season, that our prayer life goes beyond just praying just to mark the register that I have prayed. But I can pray without season. So it's a three dimension. One more time. There are three basic dimensions of revelation that is needed as you journey in this life. The first one I call insight. Someone say insight. The second one is what I call foresight. And the third one is hindsight. Am I confirming something in the house? Praise God. That's why you know how you know that because God only speaks twice. Once he has spoken, twice I've heard. May you hear it better tonight. As you journey in life, ongoing basis, you need insight, say it again, insight, foresight, insight. What is insight? What is insight? Insight is an inner knowing. It's an inner work knowing. Inner. It's a knowing you know. In your inner man, you can't explain it. And yet you can't deny it. It's unexplainable. How do you know that you know that you know that what you said is the truth? I don't know how I know, but I just know. May God give you insights. Because those who don't have an insight, an inner knowing, they live a double-minded life. Today, they say the Lord said, tomorrow, I'm not sure. Tomorrow, maybe God said, 
tomorrow. There's no in, inner knowing. That's why you need that insight. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 to verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter, chapter 2, 9 to 10 says, uh, But as it, as it is written, I had not seen, nor hear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Oh, may you know the deep things of God. It's possible to know the deep things of God. When here it says that the things which God has prepared for those who love him, but God has revealed them. Some believers will just stop. Well, you know, I have not seen nor hear her. That has he entered to the heart of man. Don't stop there. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. But God has revealed them to us. Which part of us? Our spirits. The real you is not the you I'm looking at tonight. Just like the real me is not the one you're looking at. You're looking at what is carrying me. Every one of us. This is what is carrying me. This is what is carrying us. That's not the real horse. As a matter of fact, it is the real you that gives this one shape. It is the real you that gives this one shape. It's just like telling you, it is my body that gives this suit shape. Without this body, this suit is just but when you put it on, it's being carried by the body. So also, just as my body carries my suit, my spirit carries my body. It is your spirit that carries your body. That's why when a man's spirit leaves, the body loses shape. So to stop putting so much emphasis on this one at the detriment of the real one. Some of, the, some of the revelation. So when you have an insight in your inner man, that's why I like it. There's an inner man, there's an outward man. Because we don't see our inner man with our physical eyes, we don't know how powerful our inner man is. But in this season, just like Elijah said to Elisha, if you see me, if you see me, all these years, Elisha was not blind. He has a eye. But he was not just talking about Elisha seeing him with this eye. It has to be the eyes of his inner man. If you see me with the eyes of your heart, then you can have it. The secret to receiving from God is seeing with the eyes of the Spirit. Because until you see it, you cannot have it. And what you see, what the Spirit reveals to you in your inner man that you see and you hold, it's just a matter of time. You will see it. 
But we live in a world today that is putting the cat before the horse. We want to see it before we have it. No. We want to first have it, then we know we've received it. No, you have to first see it. And the first place you will see it will be in the place of prayer. Talking about God taking you to a new dimension. It cuts across every area. Financially, you have to let God show it to you. I give this testament to the glory of God. The first house my wife and I, God blessed us with in this country. That's a couple of years back, I think. That was about 27 years ago. We just had then our second, second, uh, second son, second child, our first son, was born 27 years ago. And I remember we're living in these uh, housing association house, 102C Hubbard Road. I can't forget the address. That's one of those flats within the building there. And now was the same year I, I left my other job to, to join a ministry now to become as a pastor, working as a pastor now. And we're praying, just usual husband and wife prayer. And as we're praying, I began to see God showing me and telling me, I've given you a three-bedroom house. I've given you a three-bedroom house. And right there we were praying. So I was praying, I said, yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And I think after I opened my wife, I just, my, my eyes, I said to my wife, God just given us a three-bedroom house. <laughs> Where she laughed by faith. <laughs> Because at this time, if I was overdraft, she was underdraft. <laughs> oh, I tell you, God's way is just too amazing. But I saw it in my spirit, so I rejoice. And that faith, I began to put action to it weekly. I remember every week. As I give my tithe, I give my offering, I'm writing on my check tab. Thank you, Lord, for the three-bedroom house. And I did that for months. And I can imagine at what point the devil must have been laughing. Because physically, nothing was physically happening. But I knew I received it. Just fast forward. There was this incentive scheme we were told to apply. I didn't know about the incentive scheme in those days. And we applied. We applied for it. At where you are. You can, uh, if you're qualified, you know, you do those schemes then. And uh, after some time, they will inspect your house and they will give you money to buy your own place. So the application came. This is after I've seen it. We applied. And uh, I think one of the days I was in the office in Canning Town, then working as a, as a staff in uh, my church, my church then. My wife called me. She was a maternity. I said, have you heard from those people? I said, no. I said, well, you go out, you can call them. She called them, she called this, the, the association, and they told her, oh, sorry, your application was not successful. And then she told me the uh, result. I said, well, whether it's them, whether another source, I don't know, but God said he has given us. So let's keep thanking him. One week later, the Spirit of the Lord said, you call them. Call who? The same people they said no last week. Call them. And I picked my phone in the office. I called them. Asked for the address. I told them the address. And 
get out there. Oh, yeah, he's been approved. He's been what? Approved. A few weeks later, I got the letter. 16,000 pounds approved to buy a new house. Many times, when God shows us some stuff, because we do not fully hold on to it in our spirit, we let go too quickly. It takes sin to refuse to give up. What does I say? It takes sin to refuse to give up. And that's why when you see it, Elijah said to Elijah, if you see me, you will have it. Stop trying to have it based on what you see with your physical eyes. See it with your eyes of your heart. And I can say to the glory of God, that same way is why God wants to operate with every one of us. That you will stop trying to be so physically minded that we lose sight of our spiritual eyes. See insight. One more time. I have not seen or heard neither as he enter into the heart of man. The things, the things which God has prepared. The things. I'm here to let you know there are things God has prepared for you. God prepared things. And there are things in this season of your going to a higher dimension that you must first see before, before you have it. They are not things that he's saying I will give you. I have prepared it. The um, Ruby Triangle church building. That was the building we first bought for the church. We were in a prayer meeting. Then we were using third floor in 709, the gas building. Prayer meeting we were. Few people were in that meeting that evening. And I were praying, we were praying. Suddenly I say, I said to them, I said, God just saying to me right now, serve them quick notice. Serve them quick notice. The building I've given you. As a church, God just showed me he's given us a building. But he said, we should serve them quick notice. <laughs> that building was, the one we bought, invariably, was a printing press. And really and truly, when we got there, the people that were renting it ran away because they couldn't pay. And they were put, they put it back into the market. That's why we bought it. But when we got there, the printing machines were there. The forklifts were there. They, have run, they ran from the landlord. They couldn't pay. And we went in, we bought it. But we served them quick notice. Child of God, this is not a time for jelly butter Christian life. That prayer doesn't make sense to a natural man. How do you serve them quick notice? If the spirit says so, because he has prepared it for you. You can't rationale God. Whatever he's called you to do. As a family. As a businessman. And ministry. You must pull up your spiritual sleeve of your shirt. 
be a man of the spirit. We cannot be carnal minded and go to new dimensions. Carnality can't, doesn't have what it takes. It's just like the difference between eagle and uh, what's the one I eat carcass? Vulture. The gap is too wide. Say that with me. One more time. It's too wide. We are not virtuous believers. We are eagle believers. They don't, eagles don't feed on dead meat. They feed on fresh one. They will soar. And when shed off all feathers and grow new ones. I pray in this season, lockdown will not lock off your lives. Say insight. One more time. The next sight you need to operate with is foresight. Say foresight. What is foresight? Foresight is the ability to see ahead of situation. Is the ability or to see ahead of what situation? In John sixteen verse thirteen, he says, "However." When he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority. But whatever he hears, heard, whatever word he hears. Are they putting the screen on the, on the, the scripture on the screen? Put it on the screen. Please put those scriptures there. Do you have it there? Because I want... Do we have, I have it here, but except you have challenges with it. Eh? Don't worry, except you have a challenge there, because I always want the people to see the scriptures with their eyes. Can I amen? It is we're living in a time when we're somewhat bombarded with things, we don't have time to read scriptures. So every opportunity to get it into your eyes so that you can get it into your heart, you need it. Read everybody. Go on. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. What is saying simply there is that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, will give you foresight. You will see things ahead of time. We are not a generation that God wants to be going to, to go and be meeting prophets to give you visions. And today, we see many, many people, that's how they live their lives. They want to see prophets. Thank God for prophets. But it's not just that. Every believer must operate with a prophetic unction. It's a foresight. When God reveals, he reveals to redeem. Not only that, he says he will show you things. That verse says that whatever he hears, not heard, he's always hearing. He's always seeing. 
You see, he will tell you things to come. The beauty about it is this. The Holy Spirit of God, the thought party of the Trinity is in heaven and yet is on earth. Is there and is here. Jesus is there. Jesus is not on the earth right now. When I mean the Holy Spirit is there, no council meeting takes place without the Holy Spirit. And yet he's here. So every meeting, that I'm just trying to use a layman language. Every council meeting of heaven, the Holy Spirit is there and is here. So he who is there is also here to tell us what heavens have agreed on. So he can sh show us things to come as it has already been declared in heaven. God has a blueprint for every one of us lives. And it's sanctioned in heaven. And the only one who knows it is not a prophet, it's the Holy Spirit. We'll show you things to come. Whatever he hears heaven say, he will say to you. Whatever he sees heaven accomplish, he will show it to you. I prophesy in this season, by the revelation and by the impact of divine foresight, you go to new dimension. Maritally, spiritually, financially, you go to new dimension. It is the one who knows who you need to meet. It is the one who knows where you need to be at the right time to meet the right person. It is the one who knows the right word to say. That's why you say you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way to go. Psalm 32 verse 8 says, I will teach you. I will instruct you in the way to go. With my eyes. With my what? Eyes. There's something about our eyes. He says, "By with my eyes I will guide you. Psalm 32 verse 8. Read everybody. Go on. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. It's about insight. It's about sight. My late mother, me, I saw rest in peace. In those days, if you go out with mama to somewhere, before you go, you say, when I get there, look at my face. Because mama will use her face to talk to you. God help you if you go to outing with mama and they serve you food. And you didn't look at mama's eye. And you start eating. That food will eat you. <laughs> we live in a generation that don't know how. To look at the eyes. To speak to you. This children of today. <laughs> right there when, when you are using your eyes to talk to them. You say, mommy, anything wrong with your eyes? <laughs> mommy, is anything wrong with your eyes? No, you don't ask mama that. Just look at her eyes. Even if you are hungry and mama's eyes say, don't eat. If you eat, you eat to your burial. <laughs> Clap your hand and give God praise today. Aren't you glad mama learned it from the Lord, Holy Spirit himself? He said, I will guide you with my eyes. That's why Elisha, if you see me, you will have it. 
it's with eyes. Can you make the high contact with Jehovah God himself at work in me? Because there are eyes and there are eyes. Every height, he says, that seed will acknowledge you. That you are the seed whom God has blessed. When you operate both with insight and foresight, and you are, your life is guarded by the eyes of the Holy One of Israel. Just imagine the eyes of God on you and I. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord is upon the righteous. And what is all about the eyes of God? His eyes is full of lights. You cannot be guided with his eyes and you walk in darkness. You cannot be guided by his eyes and witches and wizards look at you. When was the last time you saw a man gaze for hours on the sun and move close to the sun and look with their natural eye with the sun? Their eyes would be blindfolded. And you imagine the radiance of the glory of the light of God upon your life. No witches, no wizard can touch you. Going to a new dimension by reason of his eyes on you gives you confidence. Not only confidence, makes you an object that the adversary fears. That's why I say every eye that sees you, they will acknowledge you. They will what? Acknowledge I can say to the glory of God, people talk about racism. I don't have a problem with racism. That's the truth. But irrespective of your race, when you see me, you don't see a black man. You see a kingdom man. I'm not just a black man. I'm a kingdom man. Full of the kingdom of life. Say it with me. I'm a kingdom child. Bible says he has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his own son. And this is the kingdom of light. People that have blessed me most, even financially, are not people of my color. Because when they see me, they don't see color. They see glory. Change your mindset. Based on your eyesight. What did I say? When a man changes his mindset based on his eyesight, they walk different, they talk different. Let me go on because of time. The third one. So we looked at war. Insight, foresight, and then the one is hindsight. Say hindsight. One more time. Hindsight is the ability to be able to learn from the past. Say hindsight is the ability to be able to learn from the past. Bible talks on your own. You can read 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from 1 to 11. 1 Corinthians 10 from verse 1 to verse 11. But in verse 6 of 1 Corinthians 10, it says, Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lost after evil things as they also lost it. 
So what he's saying there is that when God gives you insight, it helps you not to repeat the mistakes of the past. You need that. There's none of us here who have not made mistakes in our past. But because God has given you an insight, it's almost like, no, I can't return back to those old bobbits. I can't return back. I don't deny the mistakes of the past, but I can't afford to go back. It gives you. I mean, just like our natural cars we drive. Do you know that these three dimensions I'm talking about operate even with our car? When you sit down in your car, you have a rear view mirror. Don't you eat? Do you keep driving and keep looking at the rear view mirror? But once in a while, you walk, you look. It keeps you checks and balance. Before you overturn, you look. And you have your side mirror, which is your inside. You don't always just look at your side mirror, but you need it. And then you need your screen to keep looking ahead. Foresight, hindsight, hindsight. Even in MOT, your car won't pass if you don't have those working. Car won't pass the MOT. It's like you can't drive. You can't drive this car. You don't have a rear view mirror. You don't have a side view, side mirror. You don't even have a windscreen. He said, but my engine is powerful. He said, pack it in your house. Do you understand what we're looking at tonight? If a natural man would not be authorized to drive his car on the road because he doesn't have a rear view mirror, side view mirror, and a windscreen, how can we drive in the journey of life? How can we go to a new dimension without this three? Let me quickly round up. How many minutes do you have more? 20. That's fine. We read a case of the blind Bartimaeus in the Bible. And many times we will look at the case of the blind Bartimaeus in the Bible. You're talking about now a man that went into a new dimension. Don't you understand that blind Bartimaeus, by virtue of the prayer he prayed, what he asked for God, the encounter he had with Jesus, this man went to a new dimension. Let's look at that story and I'll begin to bring this to a, a pause because I always tell them in the church, we don't close service, we just pause. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't pause. We don't, we don't close, we just pause. So I believe that even this convention, we don't close this convention. By the 20th year, we will continue. We just pause. Can I hear amen? Because you and I will still be alive and well for 20th anniversary. So all we're doing is just, we will, we will just pause. Look with me. Mark chapter 10. Mark 10, 51 to 52. Now use this case to, to just pause. And I will pray. Because my belief and my prayer is that tonight will not just be teaching. But scales will fall off our eyes. Scales will fall off our eyes. 
in all areas. Mark chapter 10. Let's look together from verse 51. In case we all know. But let's, let me read from verse 46. 46. Verse 46. For the benefit of those who probably have never read that story before. Because sometimes, Pastor, we assume everybody knows the story in the Bible. From verse 46, please. From verse 46. Okay, let's read. Go on. Now they came to Jericho. Uh -huh. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road begging. Uh -huh. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Uh -huh. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, for he is calling you. Uh -huh. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. Uh -huh. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. It's easy to gloss over this miracle that took place in the life of Bartimaeus, except God by the Holy Spirit just help us to pause and look at what exactly happened to this man. Blind Bartimaeus. He was not only just blind, he was begging and he was bound. So while people had PhD, he had BBB. Blind, begging, bound. And in the midst of all this, he heard, glory to God, thank God for ears to hear. He heard, just like the woman with the issue of blood, heard that Jesus was in town. He heard, and all he was crying when he heard. He couldn't see him with his physical eyes. But in his inner man, he saw him. Because how did he know it's Jesus of Nazareth? It's not just hearing. He saw him in his heart. And he was crying and making a request. Son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. The cry for mercy was to cover every area of his need in his life. The cry for mercy was to cover the need for his blindness, for his being bound, and for him being a beggar. 
three dimensions. Making one request. Have mercy on me. I can imagine him saying to the master in the spirit, I've been bound all my life. I've been begging all my life. Have mercy on me. And many people told him, shush, shush, but he will not give up. That's what happens to a man who have seen with the eyes of faith. They don't give up. Don't let little offense make you give up on God. Don't let little things make you give up on God or give up on the church God plans you. I don't like the way he looked at me, so I won't go to that sauce again. Sauce. Not blind, but yours. Jesus then asked him. So Jesus stood still. Verse 49. And commanded him to be called. They called the blind man. Saying to him, be of good cheer. Rise is calling you. These are miserable comforters. Yesterday they said, shut up. Now they say, be of good cheer. <laughs> Have you ever met such people? God will deliver us from them all. And he throwing aside his garment. Why throw aside his garment? His past. The things that reminds him. Because as a matter of fact, he's believed you can't, you can't beg until you have those garments. It's like their uniform. That authorizes you to be a beggar. Yeah, there's some place like that. Yeah. The beggar there, the beggar's uniform. He threw it aside. Tonight, may every strange garment be taken off your lives. Every garment that reminds you of your past that make you cry tonight, I tear them off your lives. Be clothed with new garments, robe of righteousness. And he throwing aside his garment. He arose and came to Jesus, verse 51. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, What? Rabboni, that I might receive my sight. That I might receive my sight. I submit to you, he was not just asking for just physical eyesight. He was asking, let there be a restoration of these 3D sights. My hindsight, my, my foresight, and my insight. He didn't ask Jesus, oh, give me some money. He was a beggar. He didn't ask for money. He didn't even ask for deliverance. You see that? Many, many people going all around for some deliverance is because they have no sights. That's why the starting place for any true deliverance is counseling. When light shines in. People go from deliverance to deliverance to deliverance to deliverance. You deliver them today, tomorrow they have a deliverance because there's no lights. Deliver a man, pour all the oil on their head. If they don't have insight, foresight, Hindsight, you still go back to square one.
Because when this light shines in darkness, darkness can can talabano it. That's what the other version says. Darkness cannot comprehend it, which means he can't explain it. He cannot can talabano it. Tonight, as the light of God is shining into your life, everything that constitutes darkness that have deceived you, that have deprived you, today they give up on you in Jesus' name. Jesus answered and said to him, what's the next verse, verse 52? 52. 52, quickly. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Another version will say, your faith has made you old. Your faith that you didn't ask for bread, you didn't ask for money, you asked for sight. That's made you well. He ceased being a beggar. He ceased being bound. And he ceased from not seeing him. Go your way. Today, will you go your way to a new dimension? Will you go your way to a higher dimension? Stand up on your feet. Will you go your way to the way of increase? Will you go your way to the way of possibility? Will you go your way to the way of healing and health? Will you go your way? Your faith has made you well. And the Bible says, and immediately he received his sight. The blind man immediately will receive his sight. Elijah said to Elisha, you've asked for a thing, but if you just see me, you will have it. Blind Bartimaeus saw him when his eyes were restored. He followed him. After he received his sight, he did what? He followed him. When Elijah saw Elijah, all he saw was Elijah. He saw the God of Elijah on him, but Elijah was taken off the scene. But when blind Bartimaeus saw him, he followed him. He followed Jesus on the road. May the rest of this year be the best of this year in your life. May you follow Jesus on the road. Road of victory. Road of favor. Road of healing. Road of victory. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hand. Begin to thank you tonight. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you. No one like you, Jesus, no one like you. No one like you, Jesus, no one like you. You're the God of everything. No one like you. Lift your hand. No one like you, Jesus, no one like you. 
giver of sight, giver of life. No one like you, Jesus, no one like you. You're the God, you're the God of everything. No about this blind Bechimius as I said it's not all about blind Bechimius God was speaking through his prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 42 from verse 18 to 20 he said hear you deaf and look you blind that you may see who is blind but my servant or deaf as my messenger whom I sang. Who is blind as he who is perfect and blind as the Lord's servant? Seeing many things but do not observe. Opening the ears but does not hear. Tonight, receive your insights. Amen. Receive your foresight. Amen. Receive your hindsight. Amen. Receive your sight. You will cease to be blind on every issue of life. step of faith if you're here in this service young and old and you've sensed in certain areas of your life in the recent time the enemy has attacked you with regards to your sights he dealt with you often wants to make the past mistakes haunt you just hold on with regards to your insights it's like some things are missing and sometimes when you look ahead oftentimes you see it's like a bleak future not again from tonight because by the reason of this light you will see a brighter future just step forward wherever you are and begin to thank him if you are in that category of people whom is almost like these areas You've been bombarded, you've been afflicted in the time person. And you're saying, I step out 
into a new dimension by faith. In fact, as a matter of fact, every one of us, take one step forward as a statement that says, I am breaking free, just like the blind Batimius broke free and laid aside his garment. And tonight, may we all lay aside every garment that reminds us of every negativity and say, I'm breaking forth into a new dimension. Begin to do that right now. You're Begin to thank him. You're the God, you're the God. You're the God of everything. No one like you. You are the God. You're the God of everything. No one like you. I'm going to pray for those here in the house and those watching, but for the benefit of those who have not made the most important decision of your life. With regards to what will happen to me when I die. Because our decision determines our destination in life. As a 12 year old boy. Some 44 years ago. That gives you an idea of my age. I gave my life to Christ as a 12 year old boy. What happened that day? light shone into my heart prior to that time I was religious as a nine year old boy I was already in the Anglican choir I remember in those days we followed the bishop into the church to match him as a choir boy as far as I was concerned I, I was saved because I am in the church I'm in the choir but I heard the gospel the secondary school, my second year in the secondary school. And this man was preaching that, I remember. He said, even if you obey nine and a half of the commandments without Jesus, you are not saved. What happened? I often before then pride myself that I was doing well because out of ten commandments, I was obeying eight. And I knew it's not about obeying the commandment. It's about receiving the Son of God. If you are not saved this evening, watching or here, open the door of your heart. No one can save like him. And say the simple prayer to get saved. Because I believe this video will go to places you and I may never even dream of. And say the simple prayer. This was the simple prayer I prayed as a 12-year-old boy that got me saved. Say, dear God, I come to you today. A sinner in need of a savior save me now I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ you are my Lord you are my savior I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ died for my sin he was buried on the third day God raised him up from the dead therefore I am saved from today I am a child of God. God is my heavenly father. And I'm heaven bound. In Jesus name. Now receive grace. To walk and to live for Jesus. For the rest of your life. So father I pray for your sons and daughters. From far and near. Watching or listening in these arms. In this convention. Of higher dimension. I pray. 
that may the spirits that raised Christ from the dead quicken your mortal bodies. May the spirit that raised Christ from the dead give you sight. May the spirit that raised Christ from the dead give you life. Make you whole. Make you strong. Make you whole. Make you strong. In the name of Jesus. I put the zeal of that precious blood upon your life. But by the blood of the Lamb, may you keep on winning. May you keep on overcoming unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So it is. Amen. So it is. Amen. So it is. Amen. And so it shall be. Amen. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now clap your hands for the King of Kings.